When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And can they hear us, Kevin? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Scarpino, alongside the only Forbes 30 under 30. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. This just in. Tim has been dethroned. He's just now <laughs> the second best baby blues. We can't say 30 I was 30 first. Anymore. I was the first baby blues, and now I'm the second. Now I was forced 30 under 30. Now I'm just old news. You'll love to see it, though. The youth is better than me. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. I, we congratulated Blessing uh, on Games Daily today. Everyone jumped in because Blessing, I, I, Eddie Oye Jr., if you didn't know, uh, is on the Forbes 30 under 30 list. And I just – I'm going to table this, but I just want to put a bug in Tim's ear. Does it bug you that he got it one year younger before you? Uh, also joining us on, on the show, was, it's Christmas. It three years All younger months. than he did. Two All two. <laughs> All month. It's, it's my month. It's your month, month Joe. Yes. I'm oh, so, so excited. Cool. I wait 11 Joey, months a year for this month. I and got this course. new oh. jacket. I'm very excited. That looks very fuzzy and very cozy. And of course, returning to the show, someone who we all adore. And I'm very happy uh, she's here to catch up with. Andrew Renee from What's Good Games. What's going on? What's Yay. good, guys? Good to have you back. I mean, good to be back. Listen, my brain's time, only moving at half speed these days. So apologies if <laughs> half of what I say does not make sense anymore. What could it's, you possibly have been up to recently? Yeah. Oh, you know, not a whole lot of anything. Just lot. keeping another person alive, which is a surprising <laughs> amount of work. It's funny because I always thought John couldn't feed himself, but it's great that <laughs> oh, you met your oh, you met your baby that you had. Okay, I understand. That. <laughs> I got to feel a little shade toward John. I love him. Uh, congratulations on that, by the way. Obviously, thanks. Uh, bringing good people into the world always an important thing to do. But if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of funny podcast where each and every week four, sometimes five best friends gather around these mics, each bringing just some fun topics for your amusement. If you want to support this show, you can do it in a lot of different ways. One, you can leave a comment in the comments below letting me know what you think of this orange beanie. Two, you can subscribe to our channel. Or three, <laughs> if you have a couple extra bucks to give, go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny, throw them our way, and you get uh, an ad-free show. You get to ask us questions that we'll answer live on the show, and you get to be a part of our Patreon-only post-show that we're going to do with Andrea right after this. Shout out to our Patreon producers, Delaney Twining, Greg Miller returns to content next month, Nick Should Quit Now, and Pranksky. <laughs> <laughs> I love that somebody spent not a small amount of money to become a Patreon producer just to have the message. Say it one more time. It was great. Please. It has to be Greg. It has to have been Greg, right? Greg oh, yeah. spent that money for himself. It's 100% Greg. He hit me up and was like, listen, I'm going to do this thing. Don't tell the boys. It's Greg. Just put it oh, in the Oh, I didn't know that. I oh, thought no, it was someone else. Do you think that he really misses doing content that much? He seems like yes. he's really enjoying his time off. I think, it, but he, he's, uh, there's why choose one? You know what I mean? It's the why not both gift just in real life where it's like, he, he loves content so much. He loves his baby. He loves his life, but it's like, he just wants to do it all. You know, you can't do it all. He Listen, can try. No, he, can't. he will though. Listen, Greg's <laughs> never going to watch this. Uh, he doesn't have enough time and he doesn't actually know about true. content like we do, but I <laughs> so think is we this can where I be... can like in a safe space say that I had like 
really strong pangs of jealousy every time he posted a photo of him with his baby that he's holding a controller. And I like <laughs> didn't get to play any games when I was on leave at all because I was pumping my boobs every two hours. First off. Huge pangs of jealousy. I even noted it to my husband. Good I was word. like, it's not fair. I just want you to know, and this is we're gonna pull the we're gonna pull the curtain aside now, ladies and gentlemen. It's just us and the Patreon people. Finally, pull the curtain aside. Greg Miller, all those photos staged. I have an good authority. He's never once played. We said we wouldn't talk about this, Nick. No, we're we're saying it every time he every time he poses with one of those controllers. He's got a production assistant that brings him the controller. And by the way, weird thing about Greg, you guys didn't know, he has to have a new controller every single time. He just wow. he will not reuse a PlayStation. What a 5 diva! Controller. Use controllers never. The world's biggest diva. Of course, we miss Greg on content, and of course, he misses doing content. Are you kidding me? Look at the look at the cast and crew we got running this show right now. <laughs> Tell me you don't want to party with us for an hour and a half, ladies and gentlemen. You know who else wants to party with us though? Of course, our sponsors. This week's episode is brought to you by <laughs> Me Undies, Trade Coffee, Warby Parker, and Shin Megami Tensei Five. But we'll talk about them a little bit later. I just How love hearing you say that, Nick. <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei Five. Nick, if you were to guess what Shin Megami Tensei Five is about, what would you think? Oh, Joey, excellent question, and I'm glad you asked that question, Joey. What isn't Shin Megami Tensei Five about? (laughs) That's the real question, right? Mm -hmm. Is it about love? Is it about sword fighting? Is it about stuff in other languages? Shin Megami Tensei Five can be about anything. It's really it's like the Batman. Anyone can wear the cowl. You know what I mean? Mm. Anyone can hold the PlayStation controller and be like, "Oh, look, I played Patapong Five today, or whatever." Patapong. You didn't play anything, Greg. You didn't play anything. Okay. <laughs> Come back to content. Me and Tim Getty has been holding yep. this down. Tim got blessing thirty under thirty. What'd you get for blessing? Blessing did. Blessing did. No, I know blessing got it from himself. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> don't say it. Tim, don't say. It. I know Blessing got it for himself. Blessing's a man of very – he's very, very capable. (sighs) How was everyone's Thanksgiving? Good? It it was a lot. I do have a Thanksgiving story I would like to tell uh, with some twists, some turns. So may I have the floor? The floor is yours. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So uh, we went to Gia's dad's house, who he lives up north a bit. He retired and got uh, this, like, house in the woods, all right? Like uh, up in 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 like near near Tahoe type areas, but like he is out there. Like they don't got streetlights, and it is scary. It is not my type of place whatsoever in any way, shape, or form. But we drive all the way up there. So much traffic. It's a disaster. Of course, internally, I'm just like, I hate this. I just want to be home. I just want to chill. I want to do nothing. I want to play games. But externally, I'm saying all that stuff because I'm a, a bad person. And you know, she is. I don't know why she's still with me. Yeah, there's a lot of things. But there was one thing I was looking forward to because as we were driving up there, I realized that Joey Noel was home and she was on the way to where we were going. And so we hit her up and we got to get dinner with her. And that was a lot of fun because we went to a place called what, Joey? Lazy Dog. Lazy Dog. They got a Lazy Dog down in Orange County. I've never heard of this place, but shout out to Lazy Dog. (laughs) Fantastic stuff. My, it's very dog friendly. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's a dog. It's very. My brother goes there because he has two dogs, and uh, we'll eat outside on the patio, and they give the dogs like bowls and stuff, and all sorts of treats. It's like stuff you can order off the menu for the dogs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. So, Moose was there. We all had a good time, but the menu taunted me. You guys, we <laughs> opened the menu, and it's one of those cheesecake factory BJ's type places where, like, so it it's is got a, a little bit of everything. Little bit of everything, everything. and you're, you, if you go there hungry, you're gonna be like, uh oh. 
like, I want this and I want this. What am I supposed to do? As I'm looking through this menu, I see something. My eyes catch something. It looks a little bit weird. A peanut butter and jelly cheeseburger. And I'm like, that's a set of words that I don't need in my life at all. But I look at Joey, I look at Gia, and I'm like, do we do it? You got to try it. If it's on the menu, it must be because it's good, right? But my he problem was, back to yeah, it. yeah, there was so many other things that I hadn't had food that day. So I was hungry and I'm like, you never go with the wild card thing when you're hungry. Because if you get a bad thing, what are you going to do? They have to eat this nasty shit. And, oh, it's a whole so thing, right? Two things and you order a backup. Yeah, but that's, I wasn't trying to do all that. We had places to go. We had things to see. I ordered the PB&J burger. Okay, guys. And okay. It was so good. I could not <laughs> believe it. It wasn't as much peanut butter and jelly as you'd expect it was kind of just like a coating of it and the flavor profile really worked it was the gruyere cheese Mm. which Mm, like kind of works with it right anyways shout out to lazy pb and j and cheese yeah yeah i think there was bacon too oh there was bacon yeah there's bacon on anything and it makes it makes it better but like cheese and peanut butter together is not a combo i would have I, yeah, I was shocked. Towards. I was shocked, and we were at, asking the waitress, and she was just like, "Yo, everyone that gets it ends up liking it." And she's no. like, "If you don't, if you don't, I'll get you something else." I'll but, say, I think, I think the reason why that might resonate wrong with you, Andrea, same with me, is what I think cheese. I think cheddar. Cheddar, in my opinion, is the default cheese. I don't know why. I always just think when someone's like, "You want cheese on that?" I always, I automatically say, "Think it's cheddar," and then I ask, and they have it. But Gruyere, a more mellow cheese, and I could, I could mm-hmm. see a Gruyere with a jam on a cracker. So it's not too far away for me to think Gruyere, a little bit of jelly, take out the cracker, put in a hamburger and peanut butter. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. I'm with, the jelly, I'm with you. Like, right? Yeah. Like, I get down with, like, a, a fig jam and brie. Oh, you know, so that's good. that's amazing. Oh, oh, yeah. Come on. But that's the, that's, it's that's the peanut butter one. X factor. And I've heard of peanut butter on burgers before. And people, everyone I've talked to that's tried it said it's amazing. But I haven't heard of the PB and J. The jelly, having them both, I think, is what's really throwing me off. Two different off branches as well. of the skill tree. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I was pleased to report it. It was really good. But then we continue our journey. We get to her dad's house, and it's this whole thing. We're in the middle of the damn woods, and I'm just like, this is my actual nightmare. The Wi-Fi wasn't connecting. I'm just like, what am I going to do here, right? Also, and- they were very cold when they got to, like, my parents' area. And it's only colder as you get up. And I'm like, it was oh, cold. they're going to be chilly. <laughs> yeah, it was It was real cold. But so we get there, and it was a fairly intimate affair for this Thanksgiving dinner. It was It was her dad, who is a eccentric character. You got to love him. Uh, he was my brother's high school principal. So, like, that just is a fun fun little thing to throw out there. Uh, so the family just, dynamics. Just so we've clear, been rivals for years. You know what I mean? He remembers (laughs) Cool Greg very well. Very well. Very well. Uh, (laughs) But anyways, it was was him and then his his brother and sister. So Gia's aunt and uncle. um, And then Gia, me, and Gia's sister. Gia's sister's boyfriend was at her own – his own family thing. So fairly limited group, right? What we didn't account for is the Gia's dad factor, which means (laughs) everyone is welcome. Like, oh, this dude I met at the supermarket? You're coming at Thanksgiving dinner. We didn't realize Mm. that. We should have. We should have. But we get there, and I swear to God, over the course of this night, just more and more and more people would just show up. Now, this table could fit maybe six people. <laughs> like, there's like so many levels of fear that I'm going through of like, am I going to get enough food? Am I going to have to talk to these people? I don't want to deal with any of this. I'm, I'm pretty not, cold. What's up, Kevin? Did he not make like an extra large table to fit up to 14 people? 
No, he didn't. Not everyone is one Kevin Coelho. But we're still in the pandemic. I feel like inviting randos to Thanksgiving is something you don't do. Well, they, they're probably you just don't do. Wait, times. Just, just, wait, just were they, don't do they it. They weren't random. I'm sure they were his like friends and people he like... So it's funny you say that, Kevin. It's funny okay. you say All that. Right, never that, mind. That's, never that's, mind. That's, that's kind of the, the, the whole point of, of this, where to, to skip to it, like we're, we're getting through this day and it's one of those family things where I'm like, we'll all stick through this together. It's going to be fine. We're going to end up at a hotel at the end of the night. We just got to gotta keep that, keep our eye on the prize. Mm-hmm. So we're dealing with this whole thing, trying to be nice to people. And some of the people are very nice. This one woman there um, who like is one of her dad's friends was cooking all the food. She was fantastic. Very, very nice and getting us some really good food. But then there was this one dude, the first guy that I didn't recognize was there. And he was hanging out for hours all day, making small talk with all of us. Super nice guy. But like this man was a cartoon character. Tarzan type hair. Some of the most bizarre clothing I have ever seen a human being wear in in real life. So it's like looking at him, I'm like, okay, this is definitely a Gia's dad friend situation. Like I got you, you pegged down for who you are. He starts talking and he, he just, he has this, this way of talking where every, everything sounds like this. And he's just asking us where we're from and what we're doing and all that. And I'm like, all right, this is kind of fun. Like, I guess we have the, this new homie here, right? Mm-hmm. We talked to him all day. That all goes great. Skip forward to the dinner itself. Gia makes us do the whole go around the table, say what we're thankful for mm-hmm. type shit, right? Love it. Mm-hmm. Great. I always crush that. So we're, I always crush we're, doing, it. we're doing all that. We're doing all that. As it's going around, we all say our things, and it gets to him, and he's literally just like, I'm just thankful to be here. And we're just like, yeah, cool. And that's all he said. Everyone else had like a speech. He goes, I'm just thankful to be here. Just keeps going on. He leaves eventually. He's like, thank you, guys. That was great. And then we're all sitting there. And throughout the day, rewinding just a little bit mm-hmm. i'm eavesdropping i'm hearing a bunch of random conversations going on including the woman that's cooking all this food she's going off talking about some other woman like oh and then she came and she stole all my jewelry she took it all she took it all <laughs> she took it all and i'm like oh my God. okay this is this is really intense i guess like this woman has i don't even know who she's talking about but at some point it's revealed the woman with the tramp stamp she took my no. jewelry yeah, so like sense. There's this lore that started being built in this, this family dynamic situation. Later, we're at this table, and she starts talking about the dude that was thankful. And she was just like, I can't believe he was here. And all of a sudden, me, Gia, and her sister are like, what is this drama? Yeah, and it, it slowly starts to be revealed that this man came to sell jewelry to this woman. The only reason she was here was to sell her jewelry. Gia's dad had met her. Met him somewhere, not friends at all. <laughs> Invited him just over somewhere in the town, and it's just like, hey, my friend got her jewelry stolen by the woman with the tramp stamp. <laughs> she needs to replace her jewelry on what? Thanksgiving, so let's invite this guy over to sell jewelry. What? And so I'm sitting there like, this is wow. just truly, truly bizarre. And then I look over at her, and she has one of those little like jewelry. <laughs> yo there was like a whole thing going on here and so it was just like one of the most ridiculous things where it was then revealed and all of us got so angry that this man literally was just hanging out with us all day and it was just a a random jewelry seller from the north like is jewelry a euphemism for something or was it actually that's the thing it's like came to sell her jewelry the amount of anger the amount of tramp stamping the amount of just vitriol being thrown around i was like is this is it not actually jewelry but then when i saw her when i saw her have the little eye thingy i'm like 
yo, this is actually about the jewelry. What the hell is going on? And it all made sense. Like I, I had like a saw style flashback throughout the day. And then going back to the moment where he was like, 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 look at my jewelry. I'm just thankful to be here. And it's like, oh my God, this guy wasn't like supposed to be here. Man, I would love the story if Tim wound up with like two earrings now. Like Tim takes his headphones off and he's just got two diamonds. Tim, do it. Take them off. Take them off. Real question. Real question for Tim. Tim, you've been through all the phases of hip hop. Have you ever just, did you ever think, let me, let me get one two carat like diamond earring in one ear? Have you ever thought about that? Oh, I Lord. mean, Nick, do you not? Re- I mean, I, oh, you did have earrings, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they oh, weren't real diamonds, but oh, yeah, I had some fat, fake ass diamonds that I got oh, from Claire's. <laughs> oh, when, shout when out did to you, Claire's. When did you ditch uh, those yes, earrings? Claire's. I remember you with earrings. That's right. Uh, I mean, you never knew me when I had. Them I saw in. pictures of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I had yeah. them. I mean, up until up until IGN, honestly, I took them out once, just once. Because I would always do this twisty thing, clean on my ear. I never took it out. The one time I took it up, my lobes just. So right yeah, and that was that was the world's way of saying you're better off without those. Yeah, it's enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's just telling you you don't need them. Joey, no. if me yes. and Kevin decided to start doing the one earring Harrison Ford look, how would you feel about that? I'm unfamiliar with the Harrison Ford reference, but now Harrison I'm Ford it up. has one earring in I think his left ear that it's just a little. Does tiny he wear it? Gold loop. He wears it a lot. He used to wear it a lot, and everyone blamed Calista Flockhart for that because oh, when he, once he got I married to her, they were it. like, "Why is she making?" I him like wear earrings on dudes. But yeah, dudes that are in their it's in again now. Hoops. I don't know. The hoop is a, the rest of the outfit. It's a little mm-hmm. baby hoop. Like it, so it's kind of like a nose ring, where it just like hugs the end of the lobe. Um, it is an interesting look. I think you got. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I like it better than mm, when you okay. guys shave your facial hair. <laughs> oh no, the facial hair needs to stay forever. I've decided the facial hair is the only thing we got going for us right now. Everything, every other part of me is just falling apart. Although I do want to do this at some point, Andrea. How do you feel about this? Just like the mustache. No, um, no chops either. No, I think I would do like just maybe the mustache. I, I either want to do one of two things. I either want to sh- like shave this down and keep a really fat goatee, but like oh, then, yeah. but have this still God, be I hate here. That's so much. Or just do 1984 cop mustache. Go cop mustache. All I the way. want to see you with the cop stash. You know why? We'll because we'll I guarantee like- everybody will comment on it. You will get so much attention if you just go like full Tom Selleck. Full Tom mm-hmm. Selleck. Okay. I think that is the way to go. 100%. Okay. And Maybe you could we'll work it for- into your routine. You could work it into your stage bit. Oh, like I'll just be like, hey, yeah, I, I like to bust crime. <laughs> so got yep. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Just a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Okay. So a little bit more. Tried so hard. Yeah. I so to, to, that was a fill air to take the Thanksgiving story home here. So I, of course I'm just bitching and complaining about this whole thing. Cause I'm a bad person. And at this point, everybody is at this point. It's just like, what is happening here? Like, let's just go home. So as we're leaving, we're driving back and so much traffic, it's all this fucking disaster. And I'm just like, I'm never going to the outdoors again. I don't want to deal with this mm-hmm. stuff. I don't like the woods. I don't like the darkness. I don't like driving where there's no roads. Like, I don't like any of this shit. And we get home and Gia's like, you know what? You might be right, Tim. Maybe this whole outdoor thing is, is not good. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. But is that she learned the lesson the hard way, the worst way, some would say. I'm happy Greg Miller's not on this episode because we get home. Gia wakes up the next morning. She's like, I am so fucked. I am so sick right now. I think I have COVID. This is horrible. Oh, no. Oh, no. And it's like, oh, God. I'm like, here we fucking go. Like, this is this is how I die. And she has a hundred and two You think about fever. yourself first, you asshole? I, she's going to be fine. She's going to survive. 
That was never even a question listen, in my mind. Gonna, I knew she'd gonna, be okay. Listen, I'm going to stop you right there, Tim. I'm gonna, in your defense, Gia works out all the time. Gia is exactly. very healthy. Gia mm-hmm. eats gr- these things Gia called Gia just vegetables. ran a half marathon. Gia just ran yeah. a half marathon. Tim and I haven't left our chairs in five weeks. That's I don't true. think – I don't know if my legs work anymore because guess what? Look at, the, look at what my chair does, Andrea. It rolls. Okay. Once we okay. figured out the chairs roll, you don't need legs anymore, right, Kevin? Yeah, you don't need them. You don't need them anymore. Exactly. There's no need. Continue, them. Tim. So I'm just all worried and scared about this. It's like, oh, this fucking sucks. We're doing our thermometer checks. We're like a COVID test or whatever. She gets her thing back, COVID free. It's like cool. It's a rapid test, so you don't yes, you don't actually yes. know, but it's like okay, cool. It it's says it's COVID free. As the day progresses, she's just getting more and more sick, and I'm like, God, this fucking sucks. Uh-huh. This is like two days ago, by the way. Like, this is like just happening, and she's realizing she has this bug bite. But she's realizing that what she thought was a mosquito bite was a tick bite. And oh, she no, got no. Lyme disease. Don't tell. Don't tell. <gasps> no. Yeah. Oh, shit. It was gnarly, dude. It was like just a bite and then just surrounding circles. And like we Googled it. And it's like, oh, yeah, this bullseye looking uh, rash. That is a tick. Urgent care, blah, blah, blah. They're like, yeah, it is what it is. Good news. We caught it. Got antibiotics. She's totally going to be fine. She just has to take them like oh, every good. day for two weeks. But, uh, and already she's, I mean, she's still sick, but like her fever's down and all that stuff. But like, it was just one of those from bad to worse moments. But then it was like, okay, but it ended up great. So she's going to be fine. So, Everything's going to so be weird cool. Because it's not tick season. Like it's, we went to their home. For ticks. We went to their house. We begged yeah. them to do this. You knock on their door. Is it and not you brought tick jewelry season? Guy. I thought it was tick season. No, the spring is tick season. Oh, at least where I'm from, it's tick season in the spring. May is the worst month. Not that like they were here, but I think tick season. Oh yeah, May, May, June, July. So dialing this back, I'm sorry. Did you say she got Lyme Lyme disease? She currently has it. Yes. Oh my God, that's really bad. Which could, if you do not get it treated, you get Mm -hmm. really, really, really sick. Yeah, it can be like life threatening. Yeah. Yolanda Hadid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Avril Lavigne didn't Avril Lavigne have uh, Lyme disease? Right. And she was like, right. her career was like, I, was, I don't go, I don't like light either. Again, this is all artificial. You know, you can't tell Greg Miller the story, right? I, I, I freak out. I already did tell. Yeah, he's gonna freak out. Out. Yeah. Does he have a thing against ticks? Oh my yeah. god! Second greatest, 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 second greatest fear. Yeah, you're right. Second greatest fear. That's right. What was the first what's one? The, what's the first it's one? Cancer. It's cancer. Cancer. Number one, cancer. Number two, ticks. Number three, Ferris wheels. Ferris wheels. That's right. The <laughs> height. Yeah, the height. And this and this he was yeah. like John's also afraid of Ferris wheels. There you go. I don't like I don't like the one at California Adventure that like rocks. I feel like Andrea has seen me also grip onto the side of that one and freak out. <laughs> I love that. I love that one. No, I've funny you been. mentioned ticks. I actually had a, a tick. Um I was, you know, when we were kids in North Dakota, we would go drink in the woods all the time. It's funny. You were like, don't like the dark. Don't like the no roads. I was just like, don't ever come to North Dakota. Um, So not planning on it. We were in high school. We were drinking underage out in the woods. And I remember going into class later on that week and being like, gosh, I feel like I have like an itch or something. What's that? What's in my head? And I went into the bathroom, the girls from in my high school. (sighs) And this giant ass tick like <gasps> fell out of my hair, and I was like, "Oh uh, fuck!" <laughs> that had clearly been in there for a couple of days. Oh mm. my god, this oh, is why. Thank you. No, listen, I, Tim. You said you were up near like Tahoe, right? Near Tahoe, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is what this is what is makes me know that people that live in Tahoe are just harder human beings. But people that come from these areas, these these like colder tick infested areas, are harder <laughs> because I also was up in Tahoe. 
and I had to deal with something that I never thought I'd have to deal with. I drove my car up there. Uh, me and the missus uh, get out of the car. And my sister-in-law goes, hey, just FYI, make sure there's no food in your car. And you know me. I keep my car immaculate. But there was... I had gum in the car and I was like, I just have gum in there. She goes, you need to go clean that out right now, especially if it's like super minty or super like flavorful. And I'm like, what's going on? What is in the bushes? What is going to kill me is what I need to know. And she goes, bears are everywhere (laughs) all the time and they will go into your car. And then same day, I think Snowbike, my, oh no, that was the, it was the next day we came on. So my bike and I are watching. Uh, uh, fun clips from the morning show we did last Monday, and a bear comes up and just pulls the door off of a car. And I'm like, these bears have to be stopped. They have to be stopped. (laughs) I'll say it. No one else wants to say it, Joey. Is it more that the bears have to be stopped, or is it more like Tim said, like, we have invaded their space? Oh, it's 100% we've invaded their space. Yeah, it's 100% (laughs) we've invaded their space. But the thought of, like, a bear, I was like, wait, what's it going to do? And they're like, well, it's not going to break into your car, but it will, like, scratch at your door and mess up your your car if it smells something. And literally, my uh, my family had to spray their. Well, it was like garbage day the next day, and and she had to wake up at like six a.m. or five a.m. to take the trash out, watch the guys take it, and then take her pails back in and spray it down with like Windex so that it killed whatever bacteria was in there because the bears apparently will just also doesn't come smell out. like food. Yeah, so it doesn't basically so it kills the food smell. And I'm like, wow, I don't have to ever think about any of this. I put all my stuff in a bag, throw it down the trash chute, never think about it again. <laughs> There could be a bear in my in, in the trash area of my apartment complex for all I know. I will never see that bear. I, again, have not left this chair in five weeks. <laughs> you guys had such activities happening That's here funny. I Thanksgiving. Had, I had a very, I'd like to hear about everyone's Thanksgiving. I'll, I'll just quickly touch on the highlights of mine. Tahoe was beautiful. Not nearly as cold as I thought it was going to be. Just the right amount of cold for a walk that we took. And mm-hmm. then it got warm. And I was like, this is cool. Did some shopping with the family. Got a lot of good time in. Food was immaculate. The only harm that happened to me, the only bad thing that happened to me was self-inflicted. And it, this happens every single time I hang out with my sister-in-law. She makes pies from scratch. And she makes me a sweet potato pie. And I eat the whole thing in one night. And I get such an upset stomach that I have to just start drilling tums into myself. Ugh. And then I do it again the next night. Whatever's left over from any of the pies, I do it again. She had, Andrea, she had like more batter than she needed, I guess is what you call it, the pie filling, whatever. Made mini pies. First night I get oh, there, she's no. like, here's like 20 little tiny mini, they look like Bouchon, like mini yeah, pies. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Just go for the mini pie, one mini pie. I can't stop. Once you start, you can't stop. They're like mm. Oreo cookies. How was yours? Wait, hold on, mini, mini pie. I need some uh, explanation about this. They I, take I a little picture. tin, tin that's like this, you know, normal tin, tiny little, you ever see a uh, Great British for Bake cupcakes? Off? No, kind of cup- they have no. a little crust. <laughs> you know it's just, it literally you is a small pie. pie. Oh, okay. Like a little, but like not a little like personal and, size pie. Yeah, yes. basically. They, they, they still like the little mini graham cracker pie crusts. See, I'm no. looking at these right now on Google, and I, I'm not liking what I'm seeing because I feel like the, up, so we all look the, the crust, crust to substance ratio is going to be all off. Mm. Well, it depends on on the the tin that you use. Oh no, and this is what not kind so of crust you're baking. Correct, Andrew is correct. So what what we did was it was a little tiny bit of crust on the bottom of it. And then the rest of it was mostly just filling that had gotten like browned and crisped on the edges because so something like this. But she also no, it was way less crust than that. Mostly just filling. And then one of that the ones she did for the sweet potato pie, just like crust pie, on the bottom, maybe. Yeah, that was the pumpkin. The sweet potato pie she cooked literally in like they look like brownie bites, 
of sweet potato pie. No crust. Oh, so they're like little quiche size. They were like a little tiny mini quiche size. Like you'd get, Tim, remember those parties? Andrew, you remember? Remember the parties we used to go to? It was like quiche and sliders only for 10 years of the video game industry. <laughs> yes. That's what they look like. Sliders. Sliders, sliders everywhere. Gosh, I uh, haven't and- had a slider in a long time. Well, Tim's got a couple with PB and J on them. If you want some with the, with the hair, <laughs> how was uh, how was your Thanksgiving? This is your first Thanksgiving with the Bambino, right? Yes, it was. And a lot of my friends that I told I was going to be cooking, they were like, why? Why are you doing anything? (laughs) You always take first Thanksgiving off and make everybody else do everything. And I just, I love cooking Thanksgiving dinner. I've cooked a turkey every year um, that I haven't gone to my in-law's house. Even at my in-law's, I I help my mother-in-law with with cooking all day. And I just really enjoy it. We kept it small this year, of course, because COVID concerns, but it was just my my mom and her wife came in, and then I had two friends. So it was just six of us uh, plus nice. the baby. Um, but sense. we just started solids with her, so she didn't try anything. Um, she did have some sweet potatoes, um, but it was not the sweet potatoes that we were eating, mostly because <laughs> we didn't eat sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes I didn't grow up with. Um, they're not part of my either. Thanksgiving ritual. I know that a lot of people are probably like <gasps> gasping at the fact that we don't do sweet potatoes, but I've never been a fan of sweet potato casserole. Um, I did a pie, a Thanksgiving pie Twitter poll to, to ask people what was the one pie to rule them all. And as I expected, pumpkin won. Pumpkin, of course. Um, apple came in second and pecan came in third. And everyone was up in my mentions being like, where's the sweet potato pie option? And I was like, what the heck is sweet potato pie? Literally oh. never had sweet potato pie in my life. It's not... It's amazing. First off, you should try it. It's really, really good. Um, if, <coughs> if done right, it kind of tastes like no a liquid, defend. A no liquid defend. butterfinger. Yeah, it's true. Um, but it kind of tastes like a butterfinger. Like a liquid butter butterfinger. Like a like a soft butterfinger. It's so good. Wait. So what's huh. in it that makes it taste that way? Is there like Just a lot of sugar? Is it a brown sugar? sugar? And and honestly, I don't even. I might even be miss speaking right now because i didn't make the pie she, she may have made it mostly out of yams because the, the yams sweet potato thing always well, yams and sweet potato me. are almost interchangeable that's what almost. people think but apparently i think she predominantly made the pie out of yams which i think are sweeter but anyway Honestly, i'm with you could i could not tell you the difference between the two if you stuck to they in look front very of me, similar but who knows i don't know I, i'm with you though andrea i never grew up sweet potatoes used to make me gag my i'll never forget my mm-hmm. my aunt val used to make sweet potatoes or yams with like um the marshmallows on top that like casserole thing yeah exactly me... that's what i'm talking about with the marshmallows like i don't i don't need any of that business mm-hmm. i used to it literally it she would me. i remember one time she would not let me up from the table until i finished my yams and i almost i was like these are making me gag dude They're i'm so i'm so disgusting. right there with you yeah but then somewhere around 16, 17, maybe it was when I got cool. Maybe it was when I started smoking, Kev. You know what I'm talking about? I was out there. You started way just younger sucking than that. Down the cigarettes changed your taste buds. <laughs> they did. You started That's like a legitimate thing. I was like, I'm going to try these yams again. And I tried the yams and I was like, oh, no. These are hitting that palate the right way now. I'm interested now, I in that. Because I, I, since I had the same experience as you did when I was young, I, I have not had them since. And hmm. that the opposite is true for cranberry sauce, where I also hated that when I was little. And now I tolerate it. It's like, I, I it, with just a little bit of it, I actually really appreciate. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it popping out in that weird little tub thing. Like, I see some oh, people just chomping on. down on that. Yeah, that's how I like and I'm it. I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. nah. Wait, no, uh, you know, I, I like the can line still yeah. in the jelly. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 
Yeah, and because like then I'll cut it to the ridges. Ocean spray in the can, the classic. Yep. I, oh my god, homemade so cranberry sauce, garbage. Get out of here. I don't want. This. <laughs> no, I don't thank want you. I and and Andrea, yeah. every year I get in trouble because my my uh, mother in law is like, I made cranberry sauce. And like, and you're like, and I it's want that shit. Like, fuck, <laughs> just I, takes it. She's gonna give me shit when I bring in the can. <laughs> <laughs> just throws it out for the raccoons. Get out of here, lady. Oh my what, gosh. I was, oh man, I was reading a story on. I think it was, must have been like a BuzzFeed list or something like that. Where it was, or no, it was one of those like internet backs person that you know. Have you guys seen all those headlines? Doesn't matter. Internet backs wife who uh, like hid the mother-in-law's side dish for Thanksgiving that she kept, the mother-in-law kept wanting to bring a side. Every year she brings a side dish, never asks her to bring this. And apparently this woman was like, fuck it. And just hit it and just didn't even put out the <laughs> mac and cheese. And she's like, where's the mac and cheese? Oh, I forgot to make it. <laughs> it's like every time she does that. But I guess she's not supposed to bring things. Anyway, long story short, I used to love, to, I like to open up the can. That's all I would do. This was my full contribution to my mother who slaved away making Thanksgiving dinner for like 20 Italians. I would just open up the can of cranberry sauce and delicately pour it, and it makes that sound that goes, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be like, "Dinner is served, Tim Gettys." Yeah, what a Great. contribution! I'm what a terrible contribution, terrible son. Joey, how was your your Thanksgiving? Got to hang out with the new puppy. Oh, I just love the new puppy so much. He's so cute. Um, it was good. It's very different than every other Thanksgiving we've ever had for the most part. Um, cause usually for the last 20 years, it's like my parents' best friend and their two daughters who like I grew up with, they come over and like my mom's best friend from like when she was our age, when her son came over. But normally it's a thing where like everybody gets to my parents' house on Wednesday and stays until Sunday morning. And it's big giant sleepover thing. Um, and we play a lot of board games and watch movies and <laughs> go out and like do escape rooms and stuff but because of a covid this year and b um my parent my like dad retired last year so my parents like sold my childhood home and downsized to like a one story that's like half the size of the other house so like there's just nowhere to put all those people so this year was the first year we ever did just like a one just come for the day thing so it was kind of weird um, but it ended up being really fun. My parent because also the house is so much smaller. My mom was like, I'm not cooking, we're not doing this. So we had um dinner catered in, which was kind of fun. But then my mom just got kind of mad <laughs> because <laughs> we have this thing. She's like, here's the menu, pick the ones that you want. We'll order like the two or three sides that like everybody wants the most. We order it, we get there. Everybody, we get turkey and prime or no turkey and tri-tip from this place. My dad immediately is like, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to smoke a prime rib. My dad makes a prime rib every year for Thanksgiving. Mom's like, why are you making prime rib? We're going to have all this food. It's fine. I was like, well, if dad's gonna make a prime rib, then I want to go pick up honey baked ham. Cause it's literally the only thing I like about holidays is honey baked ham. And I never get to have it <laughs> for anything. Cause usually we have too much food at Thanksgiving. And then at my grandma's house, it's always like a fight over who's bringing the honey baked ham. And then sometimes mm -hmm. people that say they're bringing the honey baked ham don't come to Christmas. And then you end up with no. no ham. And it's so upsetting. And I was like, I am an adult. I am 32 years old. I'm going to go pick up my own fucking ham. <laughs> this is where I'm at. But my mom was like, okay, so are you serious now? we're catering and all this food your dad's making a giant prime rib you're bringing a ham like why are we making this so much more complicated than normal so but it was fine we did it also the first thanksgiving we've ever had mac and cheese mac and cheese not normally on our thanksgiving mm. i think buffet that, i think that's been added though because i looked yeah. at a bunch of lists last week i was going to do the topic of ranking the thanksgiving day foods and we just mm -hmm. never got around to it but i looked at a bunch of lists a lot of lists have that and brussels sprouts 
on the Hell Thanksgiving yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I love I'm Brussels sprouts. I'm not opposed to it, but not, not a lot of had the honey-baked ham, which is surprising to me because the honey-baked ham was always a thing that my mom would throw in because it's so easy. It's already made. You just throw it in and kind of warm it up. And I'll be mm-hmm. honest, I never – I don't really like honey-baked ham. I don't really know anyone that likes Honey baked ham, other than Joey, you're oh, the first person. Wow. Oh, we all- <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. Yeah. It's so good. Corey Cudney, there's a gift there. Wow. Wow. Snowbike Mike, did you see that? Uh, I, I'll be honest with you, though. It's it's one of those things where in a, in a perfect Nick-ism. This is, this is going to be the most Nick thing I've ever said. I don't really care for honey baked ham that much, but if it's not there, I miss it. <laughs> you just want that I one little piece? I hate you so much. You I suck. Just, you know why? Because <laughs> somebody has to go out of their way to get a honey baked ham to, so, just so Nick that it, can Nick have a fucking bite of it. Let me tell you, it is a it is a a trek to go get a honey baked ham on Thanksgiving, and you have to like reserve it, otherwise they probably are gonna sell out. And oh I had to park God. two I mean, blocks away and walk to get it. It was it was backed up for multiple lights. It was a whole thing. It's but they were really fast, and I appreciate that they were killing it. It's one of those things where. I've, there's always been a honey baked ham, honey baked ham, mm-hmm. everything. It's always a honey baked ham at Christmas, at, at Thanksgiving. All the holidays, the one constant was the honey baked ham. So it's comforting to me to see a mm-hmm. honey baked ham. Mm-hmm. But then I think, do I want a piece of that? And then I go, no, I don't really want a piece of that. I don't, I don't ever want the piece of the honey baked ham, really. Is that your spinning top? That's your constant? Yeah. That is my, that's, it's my, it's the <laughs> honey baked ham. That would be my totem. People are like, Nick, are you still dreaming? Hold on, let me get my honey baked ham. <laughs> Spin it around. Uh, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, now's a great time to tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. The end of 2021 is here, so we're all looking for the best gifts for our favorite people. Well, Me Undies has you and your bottom covered with their ultimate gift guide so you can save time and surprise everyone with the coziest gifts ever. Of course, I absolutely love Me Undies. I have for years. I'm wearing the lounge pants and the socks and the undies right now, and I love having my entire body covered in this soft micromodal fabric. The new Me Undies holiday collection features classic plaids and sweater-inspired prints that will soon be new favorites. Their undies, loungewear, and sleepwear are made from soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics ideal for sitting fireside with loved ones available in sizes extra small through 4XL. MeUndies has something for everyone. MeUndies has a great offer for you. First-time purchasers get 15% off and free shipping. Your days of fighting for your life in the mall parking lot are over. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com morning. That's MeUndies.com morning. Next up, shout out to Trade. Whether you're a coffee nerd or a coffee newbie, you need to hear about Trade Coffee. They want to make every cup of coffee your best ever. Trade matches you to a selection of their over 400 craft coffees, all based on how you answer their coffee quiz. They consider whether you like French press, auto brew, or even cold brew and pair you with the perfect choice for your taste. And if you don't love it, they'll replace it with a different bag for free. Uh, Trade's awesome. The quiz is super fun. I love that they send a bunch of fun flavors and hey, coffee's always great, right? For our listeners right now, Trade is offering your first bag free and $5 off your bundle at checkout. To get yours, go to drinktrade.com slash kindoffunny and use promo code kindoffunny. Take the quiz to start your journey to the perfect cup. That's drinktrade.com slash kindoffunny, promo code kindoffunny for your first bag free and $5 off your bundle. And this holiday season, give the coffee lover in your life the gift of better coffee too with their own personalized gift coffee subscription from trade again that's drinktrade.com slash kind of funny promo code kind of funny next up 
I want to give a shout out to Warby Parker. Warby Parker provides exceptional vision care online and in stores. And now that it's the end of the year, don't let your FSA or HSA dollars go to waste. Put them to good use on Warby Parker prescription glasses, prescription sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. And Warby Parker's contacts line, Scout, brings you a 90-day contact pack for only $55. Uh, G has been loving Warby Parker for years. And Blessing recently has been doing uh, this trial at home program which is awesome they sent him a bunch of glasses he's checking them out and he's really excited about it you too can try warby parker's free home try on program order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days there's no obligation to buy they ship free and include a prepaid return shipping label couldn't be easier you can try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash kind of funny if you want to try the glasses you got to go to warbyparker.com slash kind of funny and finally, shout out to Shin Megami Tensei 5. Shin Megami Tensei 5 is the newest installment of the acclaimed JRPG series developed by Atlas. You'll play as a young high school student who's granted an accursed power to save his life. He becomes a new being that's neither human nor demon, a Nahobino, and is suddenly transported from modern Tokyo to a post-apocalyptic world. You'll explore the demon-infested wasteland of an enigmatic realm that's filled with mythical deities and demonic tyrants in constant conflict for survival. If I had a nickel uh search for answers and forge your own path in a battle between light and dark and your choices will dictate the fate of the world turn formidable foes into worthy allies by recruiting them via negotiations and then fuse them to create demons customized to fit your play style shin megami tensei 5 has been fully rendered in 3d utilizing unreal engine 4 a first for the mainline shin megami tensei series you can order the deluxe and standard editions of shin megami tensei 5 today on the nintendo eShop. And okay. now that we're back, before we're back. we move on uh, too quickly from this Honey Baked Ham, in high school, <laughs> there was this kid named Don. <laughs> and he was this chubby little dude. Oh, and he God. he was like, hey, guys, can you call me Honey Baked Ham? <laughs> and like, what? that was his nickname, his self-proclaimed nickname. He's like, look, I'm just going to own it. So we just, I wanted, we just did it, dude. That was his preferred nickname. It, it legitimately, for so long, he we, HBH was what we called him. Okay. <laughs> nice. I was going to say because nice. he, makes, he makes ham is too long for a nickname. Yeah. Mm. You got to respect him, though, man. He could blow the hell out of a trumpet. I swear to God. Oh. I mean, listen, listen. I was going to give this shit. I was going to give this kid shit until you told me he was in the brass section. And now I'm like, pro maneuver HBH. Uh <laughs> I have a fun question for you guys that's segueing away from the holidays. Unless you want to stay on the holidays theme. How are you feeling? Let's segue, baby. This is a good one. Scotty Holtzclaw wrote into Patreon. Of course, if you guys want your questions read live, you can go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny and back us at that tier. Uh, and uh, maybe we'll read one of your questions live here. This is a great one. I think we'll have fun brainstorming on this. Hey, gang. Longtime listener, first time writer. I'm getting married next November, November 5th to be exact. My fiance and I are huge Star Wars nerds, and it's going to be half Star Wars theme. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask y'all what you think some good ideas slash recommendations would be for it. Could be anything like music, decorations, like the cake. One thing uh, they know they're doing is having a first dance transition into a lightsaber fight. That's right, good. Tim. A lightsaber Fantastic. fight. Mm -hmm. Thanks for taking the time to answer. I love you guys. Everything you do. Strong okay. call. I've seen videos of people do that, and it is fantastic. Uh, there's one I saw of it's a dance, and dances never go well. There's just this awkward thing, unless you know what you're doing, right? Unless you really train in this choreo and all that. Otherwise, it's like, ugh, this is awkward. 
you throw some lightsabers, <laughs> you get that involved. <laughs> it's extra awkward, but it's fucking cool. There's lightsabers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Y'all are going to nail it. This is going to be a blast. Use Duel of the Fates. Make it happen. Just all mm. Duel of the Fates. Everything. Even the I think a really fun thing that you could do if you're doing a Star Wars themed wedding is to have each of the tables at the reception a different planet, a Ooh. different Star Wars Ooh. planet. Like and <clears throat> you can have really cute little custom Star Wars place card holders mm-hmm. for everyone's names. There's mm-hmm. so many wonderful um, artists and creators on Etsy that do stuff like that. Um, and so I would highly recommend you check out Pinterest. There's a lot of great ideas on Pinterest for that kind of stuff. And then Etsy is a great, great place to get custom stuff like that too. I'm thinking the head table is Coruscant, right? That's, that's the head table where you sit. And then whoever you don't like Tatooine, you gotta sit, you see it on Tatooine. (laughs) Oh, you're, there's like a meta game to what? Oh, there's a meta game. Like there's like, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't go that far down in the star Wars lore, but there's like the outer ring or outer rim planets and stuff like that, that you could see the real far out there where it is. Like we had to invite (laughs) uncle Ron and, and the cousins, but man, they're weird. And I don't think they've showered in a while. Yeah, I y'all can sit in the Hosean system over there that got destroyed in Force Awakens. It's like, oh, great. Here's my thought on this at first. How deep do you want to go with this? I know you say a half Star Wars theme. You can't go half. Is you it the Star any- or the no. Wars? No, no. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, my first thought is, how hard would it be to find an Emperor Palpatine impersonator to marry you? <laughs> say the name one more time, please. Do it. <laughs> do it. Palpatine? Emperor right, Palpatine. Yeah, there you go. You got it. There you go. Wow. What did I say at the first time? Palpatine. Yeah, something like right, that. It was. Over. I think you getting the robes would, would be relatively easy. You don't need to get an impersonator. Or just you know, find the robes online. Find the robe. You need someone slightly no, balding. I want robes. someone to like lost in the role. Oh. I yeah. feel like C three PO would be a way <laughs> better officiator than Palpatine would. But think no, about it this way, right? If if right before they kiss, he goes, execute order sixty six. What? And then you kiss. Why does it? Why are you going dark side? It's I, a wedding. It's Palpatine. I don't know. It's, it's also side. Nick, like Andrea, like Nick will always go to the dark side. He doesn't but like losers, right? Would right? you get to officiate exactly, dude? What do you? Okay, let me let's put it this way. Who do you want to officiate your wedding? You want Luke Skywalker or the Emperor of the mm-hmm. Known Galaxy? Yeah. <laughs> Who didn't like? Wouldn't re, like refuse to die? He became some weird phantom. Remember that, guys? He's everywhere. The death, and the, the dead speak. <laughs> the dead speak. Never forget. <laughs> Nothing's ever really dead, and God. everything that has a beginning has an end. I can't. I feel like I have so many questions about this. I need to know what colors you're working with, because like my thing goes, you have a little flower girl or ring bear, and you have some cute little like R two droid ness going on when they're flinging the flowers everywhere. Yeah, and then over the over the um, the couple's chairs, you could have "I love you, I know." Ooh, I love right? that. Or, or, or you go hard with it. It's and not douchey, people... Kevin. It's a freaking wedding. It's all about love. No, I First know, off. but like it's just that's a bad line. I don't like that. No, line. No, no, fantastic no. line. Off, I love it's it. One of the best lines in Mac history. The improv by uh, Harrison Ford, the G. Of course, we give him we give him a pass for the earring because of that line. <laughs> what I'm saying is, what if you what, what I would do? Go hard. Take Griffin off what Andrew just said. You want that line? We can all agree, best line ever put on celluloid. Put it in the rings. You can engrave mm. that in your rings. I love you. I know. It's dope. I feel like that's, that's been done a lot. 
I mean, a Star so, Wars, anything Star Wars has been done I've a been lot. Done a and lot. that's the thing. Yeah. Don't be worried about it. Lean yeah. in and just do shit. all the things you think yeah. are dope. As long as you like it. Star Wars, it yeah, exactly. If it this makes is you happy, you. that's what's the most important. You and music of, is the key to this happiness here. You just got to jam out to the Star Wars music and have the epic moments because that's what's going to get people in the vibe. Uh, one of the weddings that I officiated, they're now divorced, so maybe this isn't the best advice. Yeah. But when he had his groomsmen come out when they to walk down to like mm-hmm. stand up first, it was the throne room theme song playing, and it was oh, one of the badass. dopest things ever. You can make moments out of every moment in a wedding. Mm-hmm. And why the hell wouldn't yeah. you do that? That's the whole point. If you're going to make people stand there for 12 minutes max, do not ever have a reception more than 12 minutes – Make them the best 12 minutes of all time. If you you're going to go ceremony? longer than that. Ceremony. Yeah, 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 for the ceremony, yeah, for the yeah. ceremony. Perception 12 minutes or less. 12 Who minutes. Who gets the imperial march? Does the bride get that when she comes down the aisle? Or that's is that's the father-in-law. That's the father-in-law. Okay, I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to throw call. this out there. It's a little aggressive for the bride. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope, though. <laughs> That'd be badass. If you got some kids, if this is a kids-inclusive wedding, mm-hmm. you got a lot of built-in Ewoks right there. Yup, no. a lot of... Exactly. Yup, yup, yup. They can sing the song. They can sing the song. We can all agree. Yup, no. You could do a little sucks. sand unity ceremony mid thing. Yes. yes. You, gotta, you get an excuse to say that it's coarse and gets everywhere. That's always fun. Oh my god. One of my favorite yeah, TikTok fun. accounts that I follow is this professional pianist who like will take requests of like how to merge uh the not pop AJ Raphael. Is that what the account is? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah actually, Joey, we are. I, I know him like personally, which <laughs> oh, is crazy. Cool. So we got the connect. Yeah, <laughs> he's dope we're, as hell. Uh, yeah, they'll transition different songs into uh, the wedding march or the other way around, um, depending on what you want. So that's always fun. Some really fun dope. little traditional yeah. plus Star Wars get a little bit of a half and half going. Mm, mm, and people. he he does that with uh, across the stars, which is the love theme from Episode Two. Oh. Man, it is such one of the best things about the prequels is that that damn song, man. It is that beautiful. one in Duel of the Fates, badass. Those are the two yeah. good things about watching those. A lot of people in the live chat right now saying, of course, there's the easy get of the bar has the custom blue fuzzy drinks, like all the fun mm. cocktails that you would see. Well, those are really them. difficult slash expensive to do. So that's sure. that's a fun idea. I was thinking you just right theme blue, the bar blue like Curacao, the cantina. Blue, er, blue mm. Curacao no. and milk. And whatever you want. It's oh, just blue God. Milk. No, I then can't you're imagine gonna, you're gonna what I want to drink. Warmer the better. Warmer the better. I'm sure no, then, you can find some custom cocktail recipes for Star Wars stuff online. No problem. Here's yeah. what I'll say. You fly me to your wedding. You put me up at m- a modest four-star hotel. <laughs> I'll take I'll take uh I'll take the Fairmont. I'll take four seasons, right? I will dress as the guy. <gasps> who doesn't like you? And I will sit at the bar and be like, and bump into people, and I'll and Tim will come with me, mm-hmm. and so like my I'll say my friend doesn't like you, and I don't like you either, and I'll do that the entire reception until Tim gets so drunk both of us pass out. I love it. I love it. Who took the shot first? You know what I mean? It'll probably be <laughs> me, whiskey baby. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. If you this is what I'm telling you right now. This is what I'm telling you right now. Okay, God, my brain is just going a mile a minute. The caffeine finally kicked in. <laughs> you recreate scenes from Terrifying. the movie like a flash mob occasionally you occasionally just, look over, <laughs> just occasionally right you just have characters you have characters like disneyland that are, that are in costume walking through and then occasionally they sit down and it's greedo and it's han solo and it's the whole they just do the whole scene and I, i'm trying to figure out which one would be funnier for kevin to be greedo or han solo but i think han solo i, I think, think it's han solo. han solo i think it has to be <laughs> if kevin was han solo and i was greedo that would be amazing now we God, need this Photoshop. Fun. Make it happen. 
We have the costumes somewhere in storage. I'm so in love with this idea. I feel like you could do some fun thing with desserts, depending. I mean, if you do a cake, there's obviously some stuff there. You can make it the like a, the fun colors of like Padme's robe when it's like yellow and peachy and purple. That'd be really right. pretty. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to do little cupcakes, little bites, I feel like there's stuff there. You could do like cake pops that fun. look like BB-8. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That. What if you did a cake that looked like Baby Yoda and you cut it open and it's red velvet? <laughs> that's some big steel magnolias oh. armadillo energy. Uh, that's that's exactly <laughs> that where I stole that from. That is exactly Joey. where I stole that from. Joey knows that Steel Magnolias top five films. I watched it book. over the weekend. I watched that, and I watched some other weird movie with Sally Field and Ed Harris and Kiefer Sutherland, and it was very traumatizing. I didn't like it. Wait, which one was that? Uh, it's like I think it's called An Eye for an Eye. Oh, geez, that sounds. Oh, it's yeah, like, that sounds. It's familiar. It's a whole uh, re- thing. Real quick, What's I had this? Kevin bring this up. This is what Joey was talking about. Uh, this dude, AJ Raphael, on, on TikTok and YouTube and stuff, does this. This is not Star Wars. It's Avengers. You can't hear it. Remember that oh, audio hear. issue? I mean, you I can, can hear, hear it, but you're all going to get content ID'd if you play Wait, you it. You guys can hear it? I can hear it. I can, yeah, hear, can it. hear it. Oh. It's beautiful, Kevin. <laughs> no. It was beautiful. You want me to keep playing it or what? Uh, well, go. If could the people hear it? I think so. Live chat, can you hear this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, it's way more complicated. You know what? Yeah, yeah okay. Then don't worry about it. Go we check can. it out. They say on we YouTube. can. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty cool, though. It's really dope. But yeah, I like stuff like that. That's stuff, Kev. Thank you. I'm confused as to why we're listening to that, but I'm super excited that it happened. So that's good. This, this is guy, the piano guy that they wanted God to bless get. You, is that what it was? Nick. <laughs> Well, no, because it was yeah, Avengers. Yeah, it. I was like, wait, why are we listening to the Avengers? But it was Avengers. Yeah. It was the, yeah, I know. I'm catching up here. I'm catching um, up here. What I'm catching up here. To, just to, to catch you up, Nick, that guy does a lot of things, including Star Wars. Got I just, it. Okay. But it's on that TikTok. I can't find it on YouTube. Yes. That makes sense. That makes sense now. So we're going to get, we're going to pay this guy and me to go to these people's weddings and dress up both as Han Solo. And I'll be like, you're Han Solo too? Solo brothers. We're no longer, well, we do us. <laughs> I, I knew, I, dude, you were struggling to get there, and that's where you ended. <laughs> like, holy shit, man. <laughs> what it's the hell is in that beanie right now? Yeah, <laughs> a lot of caffeine. It is only Wednesday. <sighs> I have a couple other good questions, but I kind of want to save those for next week. All right. I don't know. Andrea, what do you want to talk about? What has been burning in your mind where you're like, I haven't talked to the kind of funny motherfuckers in so long. When I get the chance to talk to them, I'm going to ask them this. <laughs> Oh, man, I feel like I'm unprepared for this question. But the first thing that popped in my mind was, have you guys already talked about Squid Game? Not much. I didn't a little bit here and there. Have you seen Squid Game? I have. I have. I watched half of it. But Nick, you have not seen it. No, I have not. I somehow managed to miss out on all of Squid Game, which is weird. And that I don't interesting. Know, I don't know why. There's just been a couple other things that I wanted to watch prior that that me and D were like. I feel like watching together. How many things just... involved Polly Shore? Uh, well, the thing that, that was that was interesting about it is that it reminded me of all the games that I played as a kid and how different some of my friends' games were that they played and how kids today play completely different games because they have technology that we didn't have. So we used to have to play outside and make up these games to pass Mm -hmm. time because we didn't have iPhones or iPads or Game Boys or anything. Like, I mean, I didn't get my first like video game system (laughs) until 
I was eight. And even then I didn't get to play with it all the time. I only got it every once in a while. Um, it is interesting how kids like, at least within our age group, I feel like universally played like the floor is lava to some degree. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, and I always okay. wonder like, how did, how does everybody just know to play this? Like yeah. Yeah, what kind of shared experience? But yeah, when I was, <clears throat> I must've been home for like Halloween or something. We have these like two little girls that my mom watches all the time. They're her like old boss's kids and they come over and they're like, let's play among us. I was like, you guys play. And it's like, oh, they're really just playing like hide and go seek. But because all of their friends have siblings that are playing among us, that's just what they call it now. And I'm like, oh, this that's is really funny. Hmm. And I'm sure there were other rules in there that I was not paying attention to. So I just thought it was hide and seek. But I'm like, oh, this is some. You guys this has have a different some, experience. Pluto is no longer a planet. Dinosaurs have feathers. Bullshit vibe to it. <laughs> Man, stop fighting. <laughs> what are these? What the hell are these kids learning today? It's called hide and go seek. You don't have to overcomplicate it. You want to play the video game? You play the video game. I can't decide if we had better childhoods than these kids or if they have better childhoods. Oh no, we had better for sure. No, are you joking? Oh, are joking? Eyes. Look at Tim's eyes. Are you, they have <laughs> not a chance. They all have like the nicest smartphones ever. Yeah, but we didn't even know that what that was, right? Like, yeah, the, that, but like that's like it was that's not like even in old, our imagination. That's like a ninety-year-old that person being like, well, "You don't understand. We had stick in a ball." And yeah, it's but like, we all could right, guys. stay out all, all right. night, and our oh, parents wouldn't really be able to find us. us with iPhone trackers. Yep. Right? Like, I think back well, to yeah, but then my you get childhood. Yeah, but you yeah, can smoke all the like, cigarettes you want until also, mom caught me. And I don't think, it was a little I don't easier think, to get away with stuff. I don't think yes. your average parent, uh, like older than 28 right now, can find their kids with like apps. Like younger than 28, they're more savvy. They know what the apps are. So you're you know saying I mean? that we could not find, if we had kids, we could not find them with apps? Well, we don't have kids. Why do you say that? I, just, I, I don't know. I think there's so many apps for finding kids. Oh, yeah. No, totally. <laughs> that sounds bad. That's not what she means. So many tools at a parent's disposal to keep their children safe. Correct. No, my point, though, is that I think that we, when we were younger, we had so much more trust. Um, from our parents that we were going to get home safely and things were going to happen. And in fairness, it was a safer world then than it, it is now. I don't, um, I don't think statistically yeah. speaking. No, no, no. Here's, yeah, here's I don't know about safe. that. Yeah, yeah I think it's way safer now. We just didn't know. We just didn't know. Yeah. That doesn't mean mm. it's safer. But that but I think that produced, I mean, at least for like me and my brother, significantly. way more into, well, but I but also. I think about the, how susceptible children are to predators now. Yeah, but there's I feel so like many more were... angles for predators to get at kids than there was when. You know how many more bushes well, there yeah, are in neighborhoods like... now? There's predators behind all single ones. It's like everything's <laughs> so Michael many Myers. Bushes and, of predators. Comes back in. But, but I, I, I don't know. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sure, but I got some stats here. Fewer Give than 350 people under the age of 21 have been abducted by strangers in the United States between 2010 and 2017. The federal government estimated 50,000 reported missing in 2001. That's 50, insane. 50,000. How much in 1987, though? <laughs> Type 1987, <laughs> Riverside, California child abductions. Guarantee it was zero because I, I nothing think, happens in Riverside. I think very strong. Like, I think that, like, kids can, like, still have access to do what, what they want. Now it's just parents have... No, more right, ability man. parents now are no, helicopter what? parents man they're swooping all over what you what do you They've know you. you're not a parent you like, you can't ride in the back of a pickup truck anymore you can't use the car payment 
Kevin, because you're not a parent either. Well, that's true. Exactly, I, I, okay, you're right. I guess you're right. But like, I know that Nick's just making things up, though. <laughs> you know? Some would so, say that's, okay, that's all we do on this show. It's perception, right? That it it was safer then um, from like an actual statistical huh. standpoint. But I think what I what I'm trying to communicate then is that it felt like we had more freedom as kids yeah. than kids do now. Yeah. And I guess like the trade-off is that, you know, I, apparently fewer children are getting abducted, which is good, right? We don't want kids getting abducted. <laughs> yeah, you um, know why? You know why? Because kids never leave their houses. You can't abduct a thing if it's sitting in its room. Trust me, I know. I've been in this room five <laughs> weeks and I left it. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, 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 I thought I you were going up. a different way with that. I thought you were no, going no, no, no. <laughs> I think I'm back. There, I mean, I'm not like Joey out there fucking trying to invent a balance, to though, kids. between you know the nannification of where our society is at, and also being able to keep people safe, right? Like, there's got to be, there's got to be a balance between yeah. you can't protect everybody from everything at all times, you know, and still preserve personal liberty and personal freedom. Well, it's interesting, right? Because like you, you talk about that, and I'll, I would agree with you to 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 a certain extent of like. I, we are you and me probably i don't know i had tim too as well i think everyone here remembers those times where you just leave the house and then you're like i'm on my own now there's no phones like I, if i need my parents i have to call them on a pay phone and if yeah. they are not they don't answer the phone i'm screwed and there's a certain amount of like but, responsibility and independence that comes along with that i i do think speaking of like watching my little brother he just doesn't answer the phone like my mom will call him and be like, I don't know, he doesn't answer the phone. Like, yeah, but I'm like traumatized. Where like you my phone know. rings, I run to go get yeah. my phone to answer it. The difference it. is this: uh -huh. if my mom called me, if I had a phone and I didn't answer the phone, I'm in trouble. If right. I did oh, answer yeah. the phone, I'm probably in trouble. If you didn't have a phone, you just didn't have to deal with it. It was great <laughs> until you yeah, went home. It's, it's yeah, more until about the like emergency then, situation, no, right? I'm, I'm like saying, making sure your kid has a phone in case something happens to them. Like, for example, yeah, when I was 13, do, I was riding my bike and I got hit by a car on my, my bicycle. Um, and it messed up my back for years. But at the time, I got hit by this car. Um, I like blacked out on the road. Um, and I woke up and there was all these people around me. And thankfully, there was a police officer a couple blocks away who like saw traffic was stopped. And then it's like, I don't have a phone to call my parents. He tried to call my mom from his phone in his police car and she didn't answer. And then it's like, well, okay, now I have to like call my grandparents or find my aunt and uncle, you mm. know, to come and beget me. But if you have a cell phone, you know, it's kind of a different Wait, situation. But like at that point, right? don't they just take you to the emergency room? No, no, no. Kevin, you don't remember the 80s. You oh, no. Understand. I specifically <laughs> told him not to call an ambulance because I knew how expensive ambulances were and oh, I didn't know nose. if we could pay That's for it. Hard as nails, Andrea. Andrea, always sure. practical at all hard. ages. Yeah, no, I, I think like, I definitely would have All I remembered was someone telling me the ambulance is going to be like six or $700 just for the ambulance ride. And I was like, we can't afford that. Can't I told the officer, I was like, do not take me in an ambulance. <laughs> oh my God. I love That's... the idea of like an eight or a nine-year-old Andrea being like, sir, oh, no. <laughs> I've heard about these ambulances. Absolutely not. Not. <laughs> I don't oh need God. this. Absolutely. Like, yeah. like uh, ma'am, you're you're bleeding from the head. It's fine. It's a, it's a, I mean, yes, I did. I probably had a, little, a mild little. concussion. And the police officer left me sati sitting by the side of the road with my busted bicycle while my my, my grandparents came to pick me up. Um, and when my mom found out, she was fucking pissed. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. You could have died. You could have been, oh, been bleeding internally and you could have died. But 
Yeah. You didn't because you're tough because kids were tougher back then. Now That's kids are like true. this. Oh, my God. I got a scrape on my foot. I'm tweeting about it. I'm making a TikTok about it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Back in the day, rock hits you in the head. You take that rock. You just fucking hurl it at the next kid. You don't care. We didn't give a <laughs> shit. We were tougher, ladies and gentlemen. I will say I, I don't think that... they're tougher. They just don't respect like old people now. They will just tell you to fuck off if you come at them. Fair enough. Uh, no, I think we just had a lot of more CTE back in the day because we didn't know. Oh, uh, I talked to my cousins and like have for like the past 10 years, but I'm always eternally grateful that I didn't grow up in a time of Snapchat and screenshotting group messages and yes. all of that shit. Because to hear them talk about like, well, I got left out of this group chat and then they sent me a screenshot of what they were saying about me and like all that stuff. No. I no. that would have destroyed me as a I'm sure would have been detrimental to my formative years. I mean, Joe, so I we, we were that. in the early days of that, right? With like AIM yeah. and all that shit. Because I remember AIM was in the, the peak of its heyday when I was in middle school, which is in the peak of people wanting to use AIM because we're just a bunch of horny prepubescent <laughs> kids. Yeah, you didn't and know you were trying to get in whatever like, chat rooms we can. Oh my God, the amount of trouble that plagued Marina Middle School. From the years 2001 to 2003, I'll tell you what, mothers, fathers, everyone coming in with receipts, printed out AIM messages from freaking like little ex baby girl 92 with like, you know, Chinatown Sparkles. honey four. And it's just like all this shit. It's like the most vile things these kids can say to each other. And like, oh, my Lord, motherfuckers getting suspended, expelled left and right. It was a disaster. I can't even imagine nowadays what what is being brought into these schools. I, at some point, they're just like. It is what it is. It's the wild, wild yeah. west. Everyone's out you, there. Everyone's naked. And we avoided those like anonymous ask me boxes, I feel like by maybe a couple years or was we yeah. were at the oh, very God. beginning of it. And I'm like, that would have easily just destroyed me. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, do kids at all, can they, can they at all grasp the gravity of what that, what that is? You know, the kids today, like you have teenagers today. Do they, do you think they're more savage? Do you think they're not falling into those pitfalls? Or are they still stupid teenagers like we were? Because that's the thing. I was dumb. I thought I was impervious. I thought nothing was ever going to hurt me or come back to bite me in the ass. And I can't fathom teenagers being any different than I was when I was like 13. I think it goes two ways. They're still dumb. They're still dumb. (laughs) Having said that, they're way smarter than us. They're way woker than us. Because they're being taught constantly. There's social conversations where you can get information from anywhere. It's not just from the but, one mainstream news channel. So because yeah. of that, it becomes this social thing where have you talked to someone under 22, Nick? They are the most progressive people in the Tim, entire world. Tim, I'm not like Joey. I'm not emotional out there trying to with, with, with I hate intelligence. No, like I don't necessarily think this generation is smarter because they're doing some stupid shit like eating Tide Pods and then putting like vodka tampons I mean, in their buttholes and shit like that, hey, right? Like hey, that's hey, not hey. smart. It's a perfect but that's what Kim and I were going to do this week. for you, destroyed your body. Um, but I think that hey, it's a good point that you make, Tim, about emotional intelligence and how there's a lot more empathy in this generation than our generation had because it's more acceptable to openly talk about your feelings than it was when we were kids. It's more acceptable to, you know, have really tough conversations with people who are young because they can grasp these concepts of how life really is and not like what this rose-colored glasses version of life is. I think that's a really big important step that's been taken, that people are more empathetic than they were, but smarter? No. 100%. 
There's not a, a <laughs> doubt in my mind. They have access to whatever they want at any given time. And it's not just it. whatever's controlled to them where your teacher's telling you, your parents with their narrow mind view, whatever it is, you're only getting that one thing from them, maybe the friends around you. Uh, People the, have access to anything out here. There's the difference between smarter and like better conditioned and having access to better information. There's no doubt that kids have access to better information now. We, we are much more progress. We have progressed way farther uh now than we did let's be perfectly honest when i was a teenager in 1992 uh or or even when i was growing up in the 80s the the, the thought process for any social issue back then was way more behind where it is right now having said that i guarantee there's a kid somewhere here 13 years old standing on a one-story roof who's gonna go i'm gonna jump off this fucking roof even though his parents were like don't jump off the roof he's like they don't fucking know i'm yeah, invincible we've all and been there. we've all been then, there 41 years later, they're going to go to their second orthopedic surgeon and be like, please save my knee. I don't know what happened to my knee. Are you saying you jumped off a roof? Oh, I jumped off lots of roofs, Andrea. We used to dare each other to jump off the roofs. And then the swing set became our gauntlet growing up in grade school. The swing set where you were the the king of the fucking asphalt. If you could swing at the apex of the swing and just let it go. If you could get outside of the sandbox, you were the shit. And my I'd friend see- JK got out of the sandbox one time and had a bruise on his ass that was so big because he just landed on the cement block on his tailbone. Probably broke his tailbone. And nice. That's the thing, man, is exactly what Nick just said. But for us, there was a fence. So the idea was, can you jump over this fence? <laughs> Everything about this plan is horrible. Yeah. Because What's on the other side, what, here are the options, right? You don't do it. Everyone makes fun of you. Yeah, the other yeah, option is you go face plant right into the fence. The other option is you land on the fence, and that's no good. Mm-hmm. The other option is you make it over the fence. Congratulations. Yeah. What the <laughs> hell just happened? You are what now are you landing on concrete. Yeah, that's concrete. <laughs> You're dead, concrete. bro. You're dead. No one ever it did was, it. Concrete was the mattress for the for kids back then. That was our mattress. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I will say that I think that there is a little bit more awareness of consequences for things. It might so. just be the side of TikTok that I'm on where it's like, People are getting outed left and right of like this person said this racist or sexist or whatever thing. And like the kids these days are bold and I, <laughs> I have to respect it to a degree where that gets sent to the admissions for the college they just got into and admissions get revoked. Like the, there is, There's I think the, yeah, the age of which you are aware that you can't do as much or get away with shitty things is younger than it was when we were. And I, around and i and i kind of feel like that's gonna make a better like people for the future you know what i mean yeah, where they learn the consequences of saying hurtful shit you know but i feel a lot like of times, there's yeah. more vitriol now than there ever has been before because people are empowered to be yeah and that's the and I, yeah. like that was sure. never nearly as you know prominent as it was when i was young i mean there's always been bullies there will always be bullies and I think that's just part of the human condition that, you know, some people behave that way. But I think it's so much stronger of a presence now and so much more dangerous now. I mean, that study that came out about teenage girls on Instagram and oh, yeah, their self-esteem, that. like that was horrifying to find out that mm-hmm. so many young women are so negatively impacted because of people posting on social media like that was something that i didn't have to deal with and it's already hard enough to be a teenage girl mm-hmm. like yeah. joey said to have to deal with social media and as, as well as like the online clicks of, of people being excluded from things and people being just really cruel 
is I think way worse now than when I was a kid. Oh, I, th- I think that would have been inc- incredibly hard for me to go to grow up in because I think there was there was a level of of my childhood, especially growing up as a teenager, where ignorance was bliss. I just didn't know. Like I grew up in a small town in Southern California, um, where you, I didn't have an understanding of really what was happening socially in the outside world, other than what I would see occasionally on on the news. And let's be honest. 12-year-old, 13-year-old Nick Scarpino was not watching whatever the hell was on the local news. I couldn't care less what was happening. I was just waiting for ALF to come on. I was just biding my time with the meatloaf until ALF came on. And so it's, it, it is one of those things where it's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like you the more people learn, yes, but there is a lot more chaos now for, for, for kids. And I think there's a lot more like – for them to have to engage in and for them to have to feel like they, they can't make any sort of mistakes whatsoever. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's very overwhelming. It's overwhelming for me. And I'm 41. I can't imagine having to deal with social media when you're in your teens and every, everything you feel, everyone you feel around you is judging you constantly. And then you go online and they're judging even harder. It's like, oof, that's a scary feeling. But do we have more to say on this? No, Joey, it's just stressful. It is stressful. (laughs) And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, that's your kind of funny podcast for this week. Let us know how your Thanksgiving was in the comments below. (laughs) (laughs) Do you Um, think sweet potato pie or is it weird to you too? I I mean, it's, once you try it, Kevin. I want to try it. I've also never had had pecan pie. I've had it. I've had it. I've gone to white Thanksgivings before. Wow. Joey, you and I, we should, we should do this on stream. We have okay. to, to write these wrongs. See, are okay. we, have we been wrong all this time? I know. I just was not part of my tradition, so yeah. I'm down. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what's in your tradition for Thanksgiving. You like the sweet potato pie? You don't like the sweet potato pie? How, where do you stand on the yams with the marshmallows <laughs> on top? Inquiring <laughs> minds want to know. Until next week, uh, if you're a Patreon member, stick around right now for your Patreon-only post show. If you're not, I still love you. <laughs>